The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now is something completely different. Um, as I was saying, back in the eighties in Ballinspittle in Cork and elsewhere, we had moving statues. Well, the entrepreneur Paddy Dunning has put together a group of investors and 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 business people uh, to. Uh, inspired by Jonathan Smith Gulliver Travels to create an interactive digital statue which can be up to 40 metres high, which would be a major visitor attraction. Now, they propose to do this at 20 uh, sites across the world, uh, but they're including the capital of Dublin City. And they've had on display uh, in Dame Street uh, for the last few months before Christmas uh, a prototype of this. And it's all the brainchild of entrepreneur Paddy Dunning. Now, you may not know of Paddy Dunning, but he, in fact, is Mr Temple Bar. He founded the Button Factory there, which is a venue for music uh, and is also does music recording and education. He's the owner of the National Wax Museum, the Rock and Roll Theatre. He's actually Mr Temple Bar, and he joins me now in studio. Happy New Year to you, Paddy. Good morning, Ivan. Happy New Year to you. So, for, first of all, um, what's this all about? Yeah, the giant project. <laughs> well, um, it is, um, as you say, um, an idea that we uh, was inspired by Jonathan Swift, um, uh, Gulliver's Travels, um, statue that we think should be built uh, here in Ireland um, uh, to celebrate um, Gulliver, to celebrate the great book that he that Jonathan Swift wrote. But we were also thinking about putting statues around the world of you know Dali in Barcelona, Churchill in London. And then we came up with the idea, if we could digitise a statue, <clears throat> how then we could basically have the statue turn into all these giant... So the skin of the statue from head to toe is what? Yeah, so we've developed a matrix skin of LEDs um, that are linked to a scanning system. So a giant statue um, will, say, talk, it can sing, it can, its arms move, it, its head moves... Um, it's the biggest moving statue in how, the world. How big is it? Well, the one that we're looking at is 40 metres on average, 40 metres, which is bigger than the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty is 36 metres tall without the plinth. Our statue is looking at 40 metres. But we can, we're, built, we're looking at building statues, anything from uh, 20, uh, t- 10 metres up to 60 metres. Um, um, so there and, and so the statue one day... We'll just say, you know, Sinead O'Connor passed away. One day you could actually do the photographic imagery and put her up. And the next day you could put Ronaldo or Messi up. Or if you were a corporate and you were launching a new brand of Pepsi-Cola, you could put that up. Is that the idea so, behind it? So abs- that it's actually, the, the skin can change. Absolutely. This is unique um, tech um, mixed in with AI um, that has been developed by an Irish company, Irish engineers, um, uh, with the help of Enterprise Ireland. And yes, every hour the giant will talk, can sing, it will introduce a hero um, of literature, of music, of art, of sport, and then it will magically turn into them. So there's nothing like this on the planet, Ivan. So an Irish company has developed this and we intend to bring it around the world. What sort of sites are you looking at? So um, the obviously ones will be, you know, New York, Dubai, 
um, Las Vegas, um, Melbourne or Sydney. Uh, there's there's cities in South America that want in Europe, it. London. Uh, yeah, London. Yeah, we're looking at London. Um, and uh, like I fly to Madrid now this month. Um, to meet um, some developers there that want to put it in Madrid. And how, how much does a statue cost? I know it would vary if it was 10 metres or 40 metres, but but we'll say the biggest and the best giant. What well, would it cost? Yeah, you're talking, like, uh, we. it was coming in, like, at 40 million euros. We've got it down to 25 million euros per statue now, which gives you an immersive experience. It's a experience. lot of money, Paddy. Well, it's the, it's the price of a roller coaster, uh, you know, um, so if you relate it to something like that, there's, there's a massive give back to the city and um, the community art that it can create. We can link uh, the skin of the statue to into every uh, every kid's classroom. They can paint, draw and transport that data and that text and that artwork right onto the statue. Um, and explain explain the scanning system. So what you, ha- you had in Dame Street, what did you have? People went into this scanner and yeah, what happened? People didn't believe, when we were talking about this concept to people, to developers and to, you know, um, semi-state bodies and so on, they didn't believe what we were talking about. So we, we, we developed an exhibition and prototypes. We developed the scanning machine um, and we developed a, uh, we built a, a four, a 20, tall, 20 foot tall head. So we were able to bring people in, scan them and transport not only their image onto the head, but their talking image onto the head, which now basically is proof of concept that we can build a statue as bigger than the Statue of Liberty that can turn into people, heroes, musicians, artists, etc. Um, um, and basically... Um, you can imagine what that would mean to a city where a statue can turn into something. Okay, well, I, I mean, I've been staying in Dublin the last few nights and nearly, I couldn't believe it, in the first week of January, how many tourists are here, there's hardly anyone uh, speaking English. What sort of sites are you looking at in Ireland and in Dublin in particular? Yeah, so um, we've been, we're going to start a, a, an, an analysis of the sites now in Dublin this month. And we're working with um, government bodies to do this. Um, you know, um, my my family come from the north side over in Stony Batter. I'd like to put it on somewhere on the north side to balance up the city, maybe down by George's Dock, somewhere along the water. It could be uh, Smithfield. Um, you know, there's also talk about um, having another one up in the port in Belfast and having two giants, one in Dublin and one in Belfast, joining north and south. Um, Danny McCoy from Ibeck came in and came in with a great idea of, of having two giants and having the giants and new giants causeway of data and information being shared between each statue. And what about what about government? I mean, you spoke about Enterprise Ireland. I mean, are you expecting the taxpayer to pay for this? Or no, what? no. This is this is a it's a it can be. We're introducing it to cities as a private um, uh, um, uh, commercial um, statue that doesn't have its handout for grants, etc., etc. Because it is uh, self-sustaining um, and. Um, so, but if the city wants it to be a public partnership, because it it will give off a massive community um, art 
um, and it's quite significant that it will have a bearing on the city. So it's, it, this is a kind of sweet spot of where art meets tech. Is this patented tech or can anyone do it? No, this is all patented by an Irish company called The Giant Company. It's been paint, patented all around the world at, at big cost. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing that we've gotten to this point where we're now ready uh, to apply for planning permission if we get the right site. OK, tell us a little bit about yourself, because I remember back in the day that Temple Bar was an eyesore. And in fairness to Charlie Hawhey, he innovated greatly to make this the, the, the buzzing tourist hub that it is now. Uh, just, just tell us a little bit about your own background in Temple Bar. And then also you had Michael Jackson in your recording Grouse Lodge Studios in Westmead. Yeah. You're quite an operator, aren't you? Well, I've, I've, so 1983-84 actually, um, I walked into Temple Bar and it was a mess. Um, you know, there was just every doors broken, windows broken. But we managed to get um, a space in there, rented it from CIE um, with my good friend Aidan Walsh, um, Master of the Universe. Some people will know him. Um, and uh, we set about uh, building Temple Lane Studios. We had uh, 22 rehearsal rooms within the first year. We had 100 bands a week coming through the facilities. And it was an amazing creative time with the with all the other artists community that was working down there. And of course, they were going to build, they were going to demolish the area uh, and build a big bus station, which was crazy. We uh, disagreed with that, and through a long process, we got the government to um, initiate in tax incentives to create Ireland's first tourism district, which. I know it gets a bashing these days, but it's a fantastic location. It's a fantastic place. Thousands no, of so people. You, like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I, was, I was there in October a couple of nights and the cobble streets were absolutely thronged. Uh, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, it was, you know, you'd expect that maybe in the summer, but it was incredible. It's become the hen and stag capital of Europe, has it not? Well, I, I would disagree because it's full of bands rehearsing, musicians writing songs, artists working upstairs. There's galleries, there's restaurants, um, there's theatres, yeah, there's venues. Um, and yeah, of course... Um, it's a place for, for people to party. But the city needs that. Every city needs that. Um, and um, I, I love, I was just walking through there this morning, like at eight o'clock in the morning. It was just wakening up. Um, Dublin City Council are really doing their best to clean the streets up now. Um, and, you know, it's a vibrant uh, area. And I love walking through it every day because upstairs, I'm in the basements, it's full of a hive of activity and creativity. And, and what's this about Michael Jackson and REM? Well, we we um, Dublin had or Ireland never had a residential, a proper residential recording studio. So well, Windmill Lane is there. Mm, no, that's Win not residential. Windmill Lane closed down and moved across uh, the, the road and became Ring to Ringsend Road Studios, and then they took the name of Windmill Lane and added it to that. But and it's a still a great studio. But we wanted to build a big residential recording studio so artists from all over the world could fly in. And basically live in a bubble uh, in in the sticks uh, down in Westmeath, and so we opened this up in two thousand and two, um, uh, in Grouse Lodge, which is actually four hundred years old, three hundred years old this year. So we're going to be celebrating. Where is that. it? It's in Westmeath, in the lovely picturesque village of Rosemount in Westmeath. Um, 
close to Athlone and Mullingar. So, but it's in the middle of nowhere. People said I was mad, you know, building this uh, rec- residential recording studio. You'll never get anybody there. And lo and behold, we had everybody from the Stereophonics come in to Muse, um, Michael Jackson, R.E.M., and, you know, uh, we've... It's worked in, it's, a, in it, a nutshell. It's worked. And, what and is the done. future, getting back to the giant, what is the future of the kind of statues a statue, you know, because we saw the spire was built, and you see different things being proposed to commemorate people. What do you think globally is the future of the statue business? Well, I think this this technology will change statuary around the world now, where a statue can talk, it can the arms move, the head moves, it can sing, it can t- transform into any body, which gives it this massive flexibility. The statue that we've designed is androgynous, so because it talks about the great women and men of that particular country. It talks about the great game changers um, and people that have made a difference to, 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 to society and the world in general. Um, and the giant has a message of sustainability, um, which we really want to promote. Finally, if people want to find out, do you have a website where people can, because it's hard to explain it without visualising it. It is. There's a four minute uh, video of the concept which everybody should look at to get an idea and it's on the giantcompany.ie website. The giantcompany.ie website. Well Paddy, we wish you well. It would be a massive boost to, uh, further boost to visitor attractions in the country if it came about here, but it does seem it's going to happen globally. Uh, we wish you every success in all your ventures. You are mad, but sure you wouldn't mind that. Okay, thank you for joining us on the PK Show. Now, coming up later on News Talk, does dry January give you a new lease of life or make an already tough month even tougher? We'll discuss that. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.